on some weeks, deciding on the most important event to lead this podcast with can be tricky. But this week, if there was some sort of chat for talking points, Cast 45 would easily be at top of that list. The company found itself in the middle of some unwanted attention after a really basic PR blunder that you often don't see from companies of its size. The root of the matter appeared to be fairly simple. 11 of the company's employees, who were mostly senior executives, left the company. But the company's way of announcing their exit was to put a picture of all 11 employees on Instagram with a public notice to the general public warning that those 11 employees no longer represented the company. It was a really cold way to announce the exit of your executives, even in these social distancing times. This is Tech About Weekly, a roundup of some of the interesting things that are happening on the tech scene in Africa every week. We'll have conversations about all of the important things that you always bookmark, but you sometimes forget to go back to. We know you know it's important, and you feel a little guilty about forgetting to check sometimes, so we put on our cape every week, and we bring you the news like the superheroes that we are. We've asked all week what was happening at Cast 45, the online marketplace um, that deals in used cars. After 11 of its top executives left the company in dramatic fashion, we also found out that the company's CEO, Etop Ikwe, had also left the company since July. It felt really, really hush-hush. And one look at the LinkedIn profiles of the executives who left suggested that many of them had moved on to form another company. While their LinkedIn profiles say that that new company is called Milko, um, it's more likely that that's simply a placeholder until they are ready to announce the name of the new venture. But there's some stuff we've learned so far, that the slew of the exits from Cars 45 has its roots in a merger. OLX has now merged with Frontier's car group, the mother company of Cars 45, to create OLX Autos. Although this name change will not happen in Nigeria, as the company will continue to be known in Nigeria as Cars 45. But the bigger question of why a merger led to such mass exits of high-profile employees remains a matter of speculation. But as always, we'll be sure to provide updates as the situation becomes clearer. It's been two straight weeks of controversy of some sort on the African startup scene so far, so it's pretty good to be able to usher in some good news. Three African tech founders were featured on the 40 under 40 list by Fortune magazine this week. The three startup CEOs are Olubenga Agbola of Flutterwave, Obiozo of Cover360 and Abasiene Obong of 54 Gyms. The magazine recognized them by, by describing their companies as essential to helping consumers navigate the challenges raised by COVID-19. Um, on Flutterwave's part, it released an e-commerce platform in May to bring offline uh, merchants online, while Cover 360's logistics operation got an essential services permit to keep connecting FMCG distributors to the trucks that they so need. Um, 54Gin has also been active in setting up COVID-19 test centers across Nigeria and has also raised $15 million in a Series A round for its genome bank. But uh, away from startups a little bit, there's some talk about um, fake news this week. And if you're like me, and you probably get a fair bit of your news from social media platforms, I often start my day by checking the news on Twitter or checking what the news brings on Twitter. Then uh, if you're like me, then you have some skepticism for unverified news. And you know that there's a lot of fake news around. Today, fake news is a big, big concern. Fake news is such a concern for social media platforms that Facebook and Twitter have launched several campaigns against fake news. But how much have initiatives like Facebook's and Twitter's 
how much have these initiatives improved the trust levels of Facebook users? We find one answer in a poll that was recently conducted by the global polling um, firm PSB Research. The poll conducted 4,200 interviews with young Africans aged between 18 and 24 across 14 sub-Saharan countries, including Nigeria, Kenya, and South Africa. Now, more than half of those respondents say that they do not consider Facebook as a reliable source of information. And half of the respondents for the survey also consider WhatsApp as untrustworthy for news. Unlike Facebook and WhatsApp, Google is pretty um, favorable among or viewed favorably among um, respondents. Only about two of ten respondents say that they consider Facebook as untrustworthy as a news source. This survey should give Facebook some pause. I mean, seeing that it is the leading social media platform in Africa, it has more than 139 million users visiting its platform every month. And WhatsApp is also the leading chat platform on the continent. Now, unless it's fake anti-fake news initiatives begin to yield some results, Facebook is at real risk of losing momentum in Africa, where the majority of the population is made up of young people. Another sector where there's some danger of a lack of trust brewing is in Nigeria's banking sector. In the past month, two, we, two banks, um, Unity Bank and Access Bank, have suffered data breaches in just the space of one week. While both banks have now denied the incident, what we know is that hackers shared customer data of both banks online. It's kind of a reminder of the conversation we had weeks ago about how popular and how rampant data breaches are in Nigeria and how they are so often underreported. In fact, Nigeria's Identity Management Commission has been dragged to court over a data breach which happened when it released the digital ID app to the Google Play Store. While there are no current updates on that particular legal wrangle, it would be great to talk about cybersecurity and the approach to cybersecurity with some of Nigeria's leading banks. While we wait on that conversation to happen, there are two other things worth mentioning from within the week. The first is that Nigeria's Consumer Protection Council is once again investigating multi-choice for what it calls questionable practices. What the CPC is really referring to is the recent increase in the price of DSTV subscriptions. While there's a 12% inflation, uh, the CPC remains adamant that DSTV should not be allowed to raise prices. And it's kind of similar to the move it made two years ago when it dragged DSTV to court for raising prices. It's tough to see how the CPC can win this one. Given that the Nigerian business climate is pretty tough and the inflation is what is driving DSTV's current price increase. But for now, we still have no choice but to wait for the outcome of the investigation. We also have some funding news from Nigeria where Yellowcard, a cryptocurrency exchange, has raised at least $1.5 million to expand across Africa. Who are the investors? Well, a mix of funds bullish on the future of cryptocurrency. Anderson Horowitz, the iconic American VC firm, also participated in the round alongside Polychain Capital, a crypto fund managing around $1 billion in assets, Cello and a few other investors. Um, so Yellowcard was launched in 2016 by Chris Morris and Justin Perot. It now claims to process over $25 million in transaction volume and says that it has over 20,000 merchants trading on its platform. Yellowcard operates in Nigeria, South Africa and Botswana but it is now looking for new markets. Uh, it has its eyes on Kenya and Cameroon um, and it will be available in both countries by September 1. The, countries, the company's latest funding round is what is going to accelerate even more expansion. 
So that's about it for this week. Thank you to everybody who's joined us. Thank you to the TC team for contributing, for putting this together. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and on your local radio. Don't forget to visit our website, www.techcabal.com. That's T-E-C-H-T-A-B-A-L. Uh, for deep dives on all things tech in Africa. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, at TechCabal. Follow us, be sure to say hi, and tell us your feedback and give us your general thoughts on this episode.